This is Educated and Empowered. It is your girl, Tanil Jackson, empowerment specialist, life coach, lit coach, and I am coming to you all one more time. This will be the equivalent of parts five and six. Um, we are still in our nine part series regarding the fruit of the spirit. The caption is, what is the missing fruit? that is the root of your problem. And so we have discussed the first four. I have given the disclaimer and for the duration, um, I will always give the disclaimer for this, that whenever I am coming to you concerning spiritual matters, if you are not a believer, then this does not pertain to you. I do not now, nor will I ever argue the word of God. Everybody has the right to their own opinion, but if you happen to come on my podcast and if you don't believe in God, if you don't believe in Jesus, if you don't believe in the Holy Spirit, then you have the right to go to someone else's podcast. But whenever I am coming on, that is my faith. That is what I'm coming to you with. Um, and so that's the perspective that I use whenever I am discussing spiritual matters. And most of the time, if I'm not specifically reading from the Bible, then I will be quoting scriptures from the Bible. Um, and so I do not have, uh, I'm not a person that's a stickler of saying that it only has to be King James version. No, I read from various versions. I've read from new King James version, the NIV, the NLT. So I realize and am okay with different versions of the Bible, but I just always have to give a preference or not a preference, but I have to give a preface as it pertains to that because I know that people have different belief systems and my my podcast is never to bash anybody else's beliefs. But at the same point, I will never have I'm not going to uh, waste any time debating on my show. So when it's my podcast, I already from the beginning, I let it be known who I am who I believe in. And so that way, if you choose to listen, you will know from where I'm coming. And so again, we are going to kind of discuss two fruits in one, gentleness and goodness. These are numbers five and six. We have been taking our scripture from Galatians, the fifth chapter, verses 22 and 23. Those have been our foundational scriptures um, where it talks about the fruit of the spirit. And so we've, we've talked about it all week. I'll pull it up again. So the fruit of the spirit, according to, again, this is the, um, this is Galatians 5, 22, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, AKA patience, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. So when you combine those nine, they equate to 
the fruit of the spirit. And before I jump into this, I want to give you all again that disclaimer that today, even though this is a nine part series, today will be the last day that I go live to the general public with this series as I do have an educated and empowered podcast that you can find on anchor.fm as well as Spotify and iHeart. And if you go to anchor.fm or those other platforms, if you subscribe to my podcast, then not only will you get the free episodes, but you'll also get the exclusive access to the bonus content that I make just for my subscribers. And so those remaining um, fruit, we're talking about uh, faith, meekness, and temperance, aka discipline. If you want to know more about those, that is going to be exclusively for my subscribers. So I'm encouraging you guys go to the Educated and Empowered podcast when you go to anchor.fm and hit the subscribe button. It is only $3.99 for the month. And there are tons of episodes over there that you can binge listen to, you know, so however many episodes you want to listen to, I have dozens of podcast episodes that you can go back and listen to as well as access the exclusive content that I have. And so if you missed the first four, when we talked about love, we, I broke that thing down where it's not just about loving yourself or loving others, but it's about loving yourself and loving others. The second fruit was on joy. The third fruit, we discussed peace. And then um, we talked about patience and we, we've been breaking it down as to explaining what is the fruit? What, what do we mean by these different fruits? So what's the definitions of them? What does it look like? What does your life look like if you have the fruit? What does it look like if you don't have the fruit? What problems come along if you're missing the fruit and then how can you restore though if, if it once was a part of who you were and what you did and now you find that they are missing what can you do to restore the presence we've been breaking it down for the last uh, few podcasts and so today because gentleness and goodness are kind of similar I wanted to kind of put them together in one. So this this episode may go a little longer because, like I said, I want to put them both together. And so if you are not already following me, whether it be on Wisdom, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, TikTok, Clubhouse, or YouTube, you can do so by using my handle at my name is Tanil. That way you can follow me. If you have any questions, you can always send me questions and we can move forward. Um, but I want to just jump right in. I've already read what the fruit of the spirit are. And again, you have to understand that they are not the fruits. So in other words, each one is not a whole because if each one was a whole, then it would be the fruits of the spirit. No, but all nine of these are key ingredients to making one fruit. So the, the analogy I've been using is like when you're making a cake. Yes, 
eggs, that's its own ingredient. You know, that's its own item. Flour is its own thing. Sugar is its own thing individually. But if you're trying to make one cake, you have to combine all of these ingredients together to get the one finished product. And so it's great if you have love, but if you don't have joy, then you don't have the fruit of the spirit. You have pieces to the puzzle. And so you don't ever want to get so, you know, caught up in yourself and how great you are and, and patting yourself on the back with everything that you do have that you overlook what you don't have because regardless of how much love you have, if you have no joy, then your life is still void of the fullness of God and everything that he is trying to give to you and what he desires for us as his children to possess. And so I want to, again, we're going to jump right into it. We have talked about um, what the next two fruit are gentleness and goodness. And a lot of times you don't, I don't think you hear a lot of people uh, directly focus on gentleness. And so I want to break it down. So we're going to talk about gentleness, which is the quality of being kind, tender, or mal-mannered, right? So being kind, tender, and mal-mannered, that is gentleness and so there's a scripture in proverbs that talks about how a soft answer turns away wrath right so when we're talking about being mild manner and what does gentleness actually look like have you ever let's first of all talk about what happens if you don't have it so when a person lacks gentleness have you ever dealt with people who are just naturally harsh all the time. And I'm not talking about people who lacked, who lack tact. That's not the same, right? Because I, I personally, <laughs> I tell people all the time, I, I really kind of lack tact myself. I'm not the person that really knows how to sugarcoat. You know, I'm going to tell you, if you want to know the truth, I'm going to tell it to you. That does not mean that I'm going in to hurt your feelings. It just means if something isn't good. So as an example, as an editor, um, if, if when I've had clients give me their paper, I, I, I don't know how to sugarcoat and tell you, oh, well, you know, it's not that bad. No, baby, this is bad. But that's not a period. That's a semicolon or a comma but I can help make it better. You see what I'm saying? So I'm going to give you the truth, but I don't leave you there. And that's why as that's why it helps with me being a coach, because I'm not just going to ever tear you down. What I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you what it is. It, it might not, you know, it might hurt your feelings a little bit because some people don't like the truth, but I'm going to help you to get to where you're trying to go. Right. So you have a lot of people don't necessarily know how to be gentle. And when we're talking about gentle again, that is not necessarily one and the same with lacking tact. What that means is, you know, you talk to people and some people just don't know how to talk to people, right? Like they talk at you. You can have an adult, you know, so you grown, grown and they grown, grown, yet they talking down next to you. They hollering next to you. They disrespectful. They're loud. They're mean. Like all of those types of things. That's a person who lacks gentleness. Whereas, you know, just a 
you you ask somebody a question, they get all nasty with you when just a no thank you would have sufficed, right? And so a lot of times, you know how that saying that says it takes two to tango. Um, and, and when we're talking about that, we mean like in terms of a conversation, it takes two people. So it takes two people to argue in order for it to escalate. But wisdom says, you know what, if this person is being foolish and I'm not calling them a fool to be mean, but in terms of what the Bible references as a fool because a fool will talk to himself and argue with himself the average person isn't going to just keep on arguing by themselves right and that's why that scripture in proverbs says a soft answer turns away wrath so if you're dealing with somebody who lacks gentleness you're dealing with somebody who because again the opposite of being mild-mannered is being harsh so if you're dealing with someone who lacks gentleness then one of the things that you will want to do is figure out how to balance that by, again, whether you yourself take on that spirit of gentleness um, or if you're the type of person, hey, if you argue with me, I'm going to argue back. So if you lack discipline, which, again, is that last fruit that we're going to be talking about uh, exclusively on the podcast, if you lack temperance, then it's going to be very difficult for you to deal with someone who lacks gentleness, right? Because you you have to be able to have enough discipline within yourself to say, you know what, I'm not going to fall in this trap. There are some people who kind of set you up, right? These people who are manipulative by nature or they like to gaslight you. So like they like to say things that they know that's going to anger you or get you going, get you riled up because they want you to sink to their level. And I don't know, you know, if this is making sense to you, um, if, if you can identify with what I'm saying, but if you can't, if you haven't, keep living. Unfortunately, we all typically tend to get around at least one somebody that tries to make it step outside of your character, whether it be a family member, whether it be a significant other, a co-worker, even sometimes a church member. Why? Because the devil does not care who he uses. Sometimes your children will try to get you to go there. But again, this is why you need to be able to be rooted and grounded because no matter how ignorant a person is or how they try to come at you, you have to be strong enough to resist that temptation you have to be strong enough to say you know what i see what it is so that means you have to have a spirit of discernment you have to be strong enough to have that spirit of discernment so that way you don't fall into that trap if you're just now tuning in we are talking about this is uh parts five and six for our in our nine part series what is the missing fruit that is the root to your problem and right now we are focusing on the fruit that is gentleness and we're talking about what happens when you don't have gentleness how does it look and that is that person that's just mean and surly and uh not necessarily bitter but just 
evil, you know, just, just harsh, unnecessarily, uh, the person that typically has no problem being disrespectful. Uh, when I'm thinking about fictitious characters, uh, I, I'm thinking about like a Archie Bunker. I'm thinking about maybe even to an extent of George Jefferson. Um, you're thinking about people who just, again, it's not necessarily that you lack tact, but when you don't possess gentleness, you don't really care about other people's feelings. So there is a selfishness to your character because you only care about your feelings. You're not concerned about being empathetic or sympathetic. All you're trying to do is get your message across regardless of what that looks like, regardless of what it makes the other person feel like. And so um, again, to offset gentleness, you must. So if you are the person who is in direct connection or direct contact with the people or to the people who lack gentleness, then it is going to be essential that you possess discipline, that you have a strength to be able to resist temptation. Because let me tell you what I know, when you yourself don't have that strength, then what will happen is you will fall in that trap. Somebody come hollering at you, being loud, being ignorant, talking at you, being disrespectful to you. You, you, you might, you might let it go the first time maybe even the first two. But if you've asked the person, you know what, can you check your tone? Or you do realize that I'm grown like you grown. You know, you might be there a couple times, but if they're steadily being loud or they're steadily being rude, they're steadily being disrespectful, without the Holy Spirit being able to be your guide, to be able to hold your tongue before you know it, you two will be going back and forth, whether that means loud for loud, whether it means disrespectful for disrespectful, whether it means ignorant for ignorant. But you will be right there with that person because this flesh does not like when people hurt us. And so what does flesh do when flesh is hurt? The flesh on its own lashes right back out. Flesh naturally goes for vengeance. Flesh says you kill my cat. I'm going to kill your dog. It takes the Holy Spirit to keep you grounded, to keep you humble, to keep you focused on the bigger picture. And so that's what happens if you're connected to somebody who lacks gentleness. Now, if you yourself, if you are that person who constantly talks at people, you probably find yourself lonely many times. You probably wonder why is it that you're not being invited to Christmas parties, to family gatherings, to get togethers, because that type of personality, um, even if you may be an extrovert, that type of personality uh, so makes, makes it be where you're going to be secluded. Because people don't welcome that 
trait. People don't want to be around people who are going to make them feel bad. People don't want to be around people who, um, well, this is just going to be a problem. I know because you, you basically become the problem person. You become the, oh, Lord, here come John. Oh, Lord, here comes Susan. Y'all hold on because uh, Jane finna enter the door. That becomes your reputation. No one wants to be bothered with a person that's loud and rude and mean and disrespectful. And to you, what's sad is when it's this type of person, many times the unfortunate part is that they honestly will say they don't feel that there's anything wrong with the way that they talk to someone. And people can tell you, you don't have to talk to me like that. I'm grown just like you grown. There's a different way that you can say that. But the issue is that in many cases, a person has typically probably been this way for a very long time. And so now this is ingrained in them and it's a spirit that has to be uprooted. They have to learn the right, the same way they learned the wrong way because this is definitively a learned behavior. People are not just born mean. So there are a series of life, life circumstances that can happen to you that can just make you bitter and you know, it just, it just um, is planted in you and it goes down so deep that this is what you become. And sometimes you just look up and you don't even realize it. You know what, here's a, here's a really great example. I don't know if any of you have ever seen the movie As Good As It Gets. It's an older movie. Um, and when I say older, I don't mean like the 60s and 70s. I mean like now, it don't seem like it, but like the 90s is an older movie because it was 30 years ago. But it was, I wanna say it was like late 90s, maybe early 2000s. Um, um, and the movie was called As Good As It Gets. And it was with uh, Jack Nicholas and Helen Hunt. Um, and this, the character, let me see. Let me see. When did it come out? So this was 1997, guys. I want to make sure that I am giving you guys the right stuff. So if you want to go and see it, the name of the movie is As Good As It Gets. It's a romantic comedy. It's Jack Nicholson, Helen Hunt, and then Greg Kinnear. But Jack Nicholson's character is a prime example if you if you still don't quite understand what not having gentleness looks like watch that movie like the first more than half of the movie <laughs> his character Jack Nicholson's character his name is uh Melvin in the movie Melvin Udall Melvin lacks gentleness right um and, and and a lot of times you can maybe couple it with sarcasm you know uh but but it depends again it depends on the personality trait because some people don't look at sarcasm as being a negative trait because that just may be that person's language but typically a person who has no <laughs> who lacks gentleness is going to be kind of difficult to deal with that personality trait. And so again, if you are the person 
who for whatever reason has to be around this character whether this this character who and when i say character i mean the person so the person who lacks gentleness whether they be your parent or your child or your significant other or a co-worker or your boss um and so you don't have a choice and you have to be around them then the best thing that you can do for them obviously as i've been saying is you pray for them and ask that god shows them the error of their way because um in in many cases those type of people they really can't see it and so when you stoop down to their level and you start going word for word or evil for evil with them then they're going to look at you like something is wrong with you because they're not used to your character being that way and so you don't want to get to that point where you're getting on that level with them where you're sinking to that level so for them the answer is to pray for them when it's for yourself you want to ask God yeah you pray for yourself too so you pray for them pray for you but also you want to continue to try to put on more discipline put on you know more strength as god to give you what you're going to need the patience the peace the discipline there are several fruit that you will need when it comes to having to um to engage and interact with that type of person and so again that really is going to be your answer in dealing with them don't stoop to their level understand in many cases that is exactly what they are wanting for you to do and so you as a person are going to have to grow so that way you don't regress right and so you continue to pray for that person and again remember that scripture that i gave you um that's and i want to say that it's proverbs 15 and 1 let me read it really quickly Proverbs 15 and 1 says, A soft answer turneth away wrath, but grievous words stirs up anger. So again, when you have someone that's being really mean to you, they're being disrespectful, they're talking at you as opposed to to you, then I know everything in you wants to one-up them. Everything in you wants to go toe-to-toe with them. But the best thing for you to do, okay, just give them a soft answer, something that they're not going to be able to uh, argue with, something that they can't turn. And even if they try, you just let it go because they're not going to argue with themselves because then it's going to make them look bad. So again, it's not, it's not the easiest because it definitively necessitates that you have to grow. You can't be team petty. <laughs> because if you're petty dealing with someone who has no no gentleness, then you guys are going to constantly go back and forth and nobody is going to be the better for it.